Welcome to the Bonus Moms Podcast. We're your hosts, Ellie and Jamie. This is where we meet privately to release the stresses and chaos of blended families. Join us as we talk about the ups, the downs, and the WTF moments of life as a bonus mom. Here you're supported and heard without judgment. We're glad you're here because we're all better together. Hey friends, quick disclaimer before we start the episode. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Bonus Moms podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent anything else. The Bonus Moms podcast hosts and guests are not responsible for and do not verify the accuracy of any information contained within the podcast on the streaming platform. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast does not constitute any professional advice or services, and names and details may have been altered to protect the identity of our guests. Thank you for listening, and let's get started. Hi, Bonus Mom friends. I'm one of your hosts, Ellie. And I'm your other host, Jamie. Thanks for tuning in today. We have a really great episode ahead for you. It is a Q&A format today, and whew, boy, do we have some really good topics to cover today. Pretty excited. They're good ones. I'm super excited. And I have a feeling all of these topics we're going to cover today will probably be follow-up episodes. Yes. Follow-up episodes, extremely relatable. Probably some you didn't know you were experiencing. (laughs) Oh, yes. And others that you do know you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, everybody tells us they're experiencing some of this. Mm -hmm. Well, how about we just dive right in? Let's dive right in. Let's do it. So the very first one we're going to cover, which is probably going to be mind-blowing for some people. (laughs) It was to me, too, when I first heard of it. Okay, let's just tell them what it is so they can be on board with it. Okay, go for it. All right, so it's basically co-parenting versus parallel parenting. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe some of you guys are in the beginning stages of the co-parenting life and, you know, you've heard of maybe parallel parenting or maybe you've not. Um, But anyways, to go into a little more detail about what parallel parenting is. Hold on, before we get to that, let's start with co-parenting. Okay. Because when people enter into, um, and I'm not going to generalize and say everybody was divorced with kids and whatever. So whether you were divorced with kids, whether you were just dating and you had a kid or a couple kids, maybe you were engaged, whatever, Um, whatever your situation may be, when the relationship ended with the bio parents, I think most of us go into the separation of a relationship with children who we have to now share, you know, raising the children together. Um, We think of it as we're Mm co-parents. We're going into this co-parenting. Yes. And I think that is the assumption of, you know, legal professionals, family court, Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that's just kind of the, the known expectation is that, okay, we are no longer together. Mm -hmm. We share a child or children and now it's time to co-parent. It's just called co-parenting. Regardless of what it actually is, the definition, Uh you're just called co-parenting. And should we just break it to them right now that, um, probably 99.9% of people listening to this, guess what? Sorry to burst your bubble, but you're probably not co-parenting. You're probably parallel parenting. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jamie, go ahead and tell us what co-parenting consists of, or like, what is the general definition of co-parenting? Yeah. So co-parenting is basically when everything is the same, 
at both parents' house. So whether you're at mom's house, whether you're at dad's house, your punishments are the same, your chores are the same, you have the same schedule regarding like school, like maybe you come home, you could do homework, you get a snack. Expectations. Expectations. Um, everything that you do at your house would be the same at the other parent's house. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, the kid has like, he knows what's going to happen at mom's house or she knows what's going to happen at mom's house is the exact same thing as what's going to happen at dad's house. And not only that, but the communication between mom and dad, the bio yes. mom and the bio dad, it is cordial it's respectful mm-hmm. it's amicable mm-hmm. um you know they're it's friendly friendly you can do parent teacher conferences together if the kid is sick like oh i'm gonna take him to the doctor oh okay i'll meet you there right it's you're you're capable of being around each other there's not it's not a hostile environment drop-offs and pickups you can communicate you can talk um it's essentially you're still in a relationship together but the difference is that you no longer live together mm-hmm or maybe you're now in a relationship with somebody else. Right. So right. it's, like I said, most of us are not co-parenting, mm-hmm. even though that is the expectation. Right. And the assumption upon us that we are all co-parenting. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not so much. Nope. <laughs> so. Yeah, a little shocker there. <laughs> given that, why don't you go ahead and enlighten us about parallel parenting? Because... That is what most of us are doing, whether we know it or not. Correct. Yeah. I mean, might come to a shock. Um, Might come to be as a shock. Um, But yeah, so parallel parenting is basically all the complete opposites. You don't attend doctor's office appointments together. Um, The homework situation is not the same. You don't do parent-teacher conferences together. You don't even communicate through text messages. You have an app that you communicate through that's literally like seen by the court <laughs> or maybe you needed maybe you do communicate through text messages and it sucks it's a yeah. shit show right it is or even emails it's a shit show mm-hmm. and it's just you know one um maybe one parent is uh disparaging the other parent or in my case you know i've been called a piece of shit mom mm-hmm. and for what reason Right. That's to a, your kids, too. Right. Yeah. To to my to my face mm-hmm. on a court-ordered app, mm-hmm. to my children. I mean, it's is that co-parenting? Right. Absolutely. No, that's not co-parenting. No. There's a lot of other things that's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And co-parenting is not one of them. Not one of them. No, not Honestly, even place. That's not even parallel parenting. No. That's just wrong. <laughs> yes. That's just high conflict. Yeah. High conflict. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, um, you know, it, it is essentially... Bio mom's house is running independently of bio dad's house mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the two houses have different rules, different expectations, different chores, different homework situations. I mean, whatever the case may be, you name it, it's different. Even as far as like punishments, like sometimes we're like, we get messages saying like, okay, well they did this, you know, the stepchild did this at mom's house and she wants us to continue with the punishment at our house. Right. Should the consequences flow over into somebody else's house? And we got a mixture of responses on that. Mm-hmm. And But the majority of the responses we received said no. Mm-hmm. And right. it, But it also, it depends on what the, what the child did. Exactly. If it was something at school, you know, if they were bullying somebody at school or there was some egregious thing that, hap- that they did at school that happened... Um, you know, then it's fair game to say that 
the consequences or the discipline or the punishments should probably more than likely be, you know, split evenly between the two households. Right. But if you're, like, having attitude with bio dad yeah. or something happens with the stepmom. Right. It's, that's not bio mom's responsibility to be like, well, you disrespected, you know, I mean, I guess in that way, kind of maybe, but that's honestly to me, bio dad and stepmom's responsibility to take care of that problem in their house. We would love to have bio mom Mm -hmm. continue the conversation with the kids and say, you should not be disrespecting your father Mm -hmm. or his wife or girlfriend, fiance, whatever. I mean, honestly, when you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. Like, I I wish you weren't there. Um, Like, that's uh just giving more fuel to the fire and allowing that, that, your stepchild to feel like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be here. I don't want to be here. I do not, I do not like them. And you're right. And that is a perfect example of parallel parenting. Exactly. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. And, you know, I have my own example, um, personally speaking, that I can touch on briefly about uh, my experience with bio dads co-parenting that ultimately evolved into parallel parenting. And really we were parallel parenting for a while. It just hadn't been called. Called and said out loud. Right. Right. It hadn't been addressed. Mm -hmm. So basically what happened was, um, bio mom had, gosh, we had quite a few, more than a few. Uh, we had handfuls of examples where, bio mom was not acting in a manner that was conducive to co-parenting, whether it was co-parenting with bio dad, co-parenting with me, which, okay, I get it. She's not legally obligated to co-parent with me. That's fine. Uh, but do I expect respect? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Do I expect her to be respectful towards me? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, just like I would, again, it goes back to what we said in previous episodes, treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. So honestly, like if the bio mom is disrespecting you in front of the kids, the kids are going to feel the same way. That's going to feed off of them and ultimately make your stepkids not like being around you, not wanting to be at your house and treating you disrespectful as well. Yes. And if she's doing that, if she's treating me disrespectfully to my face in front of the kids, I can't even imagine what the disrespect sounds like when I'm not around. Exactly. So... Like I said, there were a handful of things that had happened over the course of several months, if not close to a year. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a few years ago at this point, a couple years ago. And things just started to pile up and pile up. And ultimately, BioDad and I decided that it needed to be addressed. We'd been letting things go, letting them go attempting to give her the benefit of the doubt every single time something would happen. But these weren't, like, little minimal situations. No. These were literally, like, coming into the house unexpected or showing up unexpected or dropping something off conveniently. Right. It was that kind of stuff. Without addressing it with the parents first at the house that we lived in together. Um, I mean, she even called us out one time at uh, a, like a soccer practice. And by call us out, I mean, she, I don't even know how to explain it without saying exactly what she said, which I don't feel comfortable saying. Mm -hmm. Um, she said it loud enough for everybody to hear. Yes. Obvious to know exactly what she meant by it. Yes. And the oldest stepdaughter was sitting right next Mm -hmm. to her when she said it. Mm -hmm. Um, and she said it directly to bio dad and myself Mm -hmm. and, 
you know, he ignored it. Kudos to him. And you're I like, turn around, you're like, what'd you say? <laughs> I, I ignored it the first time she said it, mm-hmm. and so did he. And then she said it again. That same time, that same yes. day? Yes. Okay. I mean, within seconds, okay. because she didn't get a reaction. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I gave her a reaction, and I'm pretty sure it's not the reaction she was expecting. <laughs> you were nice about it? Or were, were, oh, I don't know that I would necessarily qualify sarcastically it nice. nice. <laughs> um, I think I was firm, yeah, about it mm-hmm. that that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. This is not the time or place to say something like that. Yeah, at a soccer practice, in front of parents, in front of coaches, in front of teammates, in front of your own children, your children who exactly. live with me the exact same amount of time that they live with you. Mm-hmm. Like, take a step back, sit down, look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um. So anyway, yes, it, it wasn't just like two small, minor little things had happened over a week. Right. And we lost our shit about it. Right. You know, like I said, it had been go- going on for probably close to a year at that point. And, and that's why, because you guys never did anything about it. Right. So she's like, oh, I'm going to keep on going. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt that it was an error. Mm-hmm. Right, that a year long error. <laughs> yes, you guys are very gracious. We, yeah, I, we we try to be because again, you know, you want to you want people to treat you the way that you would treat them, yeah. and I would want grace if mm-hmm. I made a mistake. Right, right. Um, you know, I would want grace from her, and ultimately, that's the route BioDad and I chose to take. And so after that, we decided that, and ultimately BioDad decided that it was time to address the things that were going on, the things that she had continued to do. And so he wrote her an email and addressed those things and ultimately said, because of your actions, I no longer feel as though this is a healthy co-parenting relationship. I no longer feel like I can co-parent with you. And again, this is not exactly what it said. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, cliff notes version, mm-hmm. yeah, if yeah. you will. And and he ultimately said, um, because of your actions, I have no choice but to parallel parent with you moving forward. So did he know what parallel parenting was? Or did. had you guys... Okay, you, you did. We did, okay. yes. Because I parallel parented with um, the... Bio dad in my life, my ex husband, we've always parallel parented. Okay, so he knew because of that kind of, and yeah. just you briefly talking about it. Yeah. So he was completely on board. He wasn't like, uh, that's a little extreme. Like, I don't want to get in that situation. He was like, I completely agree. He was completely on board because he was pretty much over the conflict mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it had been going on for a significant period of time. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about a guy, they don't want conflict. They don't yeah. want drama. <laughs> no, you're so right. But it's also crazy because a lot of, like you just said, they don't want the conflict. They don't want the drama. So a lot of the times they don't address those situations. Right. So they're like, let's just let it go. Just stop. Just ignore it. It's fine. It's fine. But then that that's going to make your relationship suffer. Mm-hmm. That makes your household suffer. Right. So it's like, do you want to deal with that? Or do you want to just confront her about it and things will stop. And deal with the fallout afterwards. Exactly. It's you either sweep it under the rug and it takes a toll on your relationship mm-hmm. within your own house mm-hmm. or you address it and see what happens. And that's ultimately what we did. Mm-hmm. And so what happened? Tell oh, us. What happened? She, <laughs> what was her response to that? Uh, well, she did not respond to us um, personally. She went to a lawyer 
and had the lawyer respond to us. So in our minds, how does that, how does that make her look? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to us, that's basically like a slap in the face to her. She did not like that. Yeah. She didn't like our boundaries. And what do we say about boundaries all the time, whether it's on this podcast or it's on our Instagram page or wherever else you get your parenting blended family life information, you need boundaries in your life. And the people who don't like them mm-hmm. are the people you need boundaries because of. Exactly. So then in that case, it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard to enforce them, but you have to stay consistent. You have Eventually to it's going to get easier. Yeah. And it has, it's gotten easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, it's like a child dealing with a child mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you know how that goes. You have a five-year-old. Right. Right. You got to treat these adults like a five-year-old. Sometimes you do. When you, if you want to get the outcome that you desire, mm-hmm. you do have to treat them like a child. Mm-hmm. It's just continuing to put them back in the box, right. continuing to set the expectation and set the boundary enforce the boundary and say, nope, you did this. Turn around, try again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it's just like, um, kind of like maybe a little off topic, but not too much. Um, even like you're texting. You guys created your group chat between the four of you. She would text your husband, Biodad, outside of the group chat. Yeah. He would respond in the group chat. Right. So it's literally, like you said, putting her in the box every single time. They're going to try. They're going to try to get out of it and not have you control what she's trying to do. Yep. But it's, it's going to be hard. But like I said, the more you do it, the more consistent you are, they're going to eventually know like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not getting any from, from this. They're going to just keep giving. I mean, we would giving. hope that eventually they realize that, but I'm not hopeful that they yeah. do because it still does happen. <laughs> it does. It d- definitely does happen still. And we get so many messages from people that they are frustrated with their husband or boyfriend or fiance because these guys continue to walk on eggshells with the high conflict bio mom in their lives Mm -hmm. because she is used to running the show. She is used to controlling bio dad, especially in newer relationships where there's a newer type stepmom involved or another woman, woman involved, or hopefully not women. Hopefully it's just a woman. I mean, do what you want to do. I mean, no judgment here. Even if there is multiple, she's still going to try to solve the situation. But, and it also, we've also seen people tell us that it ramps up with bio mom in the high conflict when an hours baby is brought into the picture. Mm-hmm. It gets, it, it gets, gets real then. Oh. They're like, oh, okay. So if she's not going away. I don't even think real is, I mean, that's a nice way to put it. Oh, yeah. It turns into an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. When It's very sad. It, and not every time. Don't right. get me wrong. Not every single time. Right. But we do hear from a lot of people that when they have an hours baby, even before the baby's born. Yeah. Like even, the second they find out. Yes. Mm-hmm. they. We have people who are, mm-hmm. bio moms are trying to figure out what they're going to name the baby so that way they can get pregnant and name their baby that or name their dog that or. How many times have we heard that? I know. It's insane. It's insane. I can't believe Like especially when you're going to name your baby like something just outrageous and then you're going to go and name your kid that. It's like we, you are the one who looks kind of stupid yeah. because you just copied us and it's completely obvious. We've received those messages yes. so many times. Yeah, and it's, and one time it was, it was like, um, I think bio dad and bonus mom had a baby boy and they named him Edward. And then the very next week, bio mom gets a dog and names it Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what? 
I'm, so, I'm oh sorry. What did gosh. you do? Oh, oh gosh. gosh. One time we had one too where they had um, bio, no, sorry. Bio dad, bonus mom, got a dog. Okay. And named it like Daisy oh. Jane or something. I can't remember. This was several months ago. And then um, within days or week or something, like very short period of time, <laughs> bio mom gets a dog. And she allegedly hates dogs. (laughs) And she named the dog Daisy June. Mm -hmm. It was so Daisy Jane and Daisy June. And we're just like, I'm sorry, what? It's not even like Duke. No. Like, you're not even Max. You're not even trying to hide the fact that you're copying. So honestly, thank you. Obviously, the name I chose was amazing. Flattering. And so flattering. It really is. Thanks very highly of me. Yes. Oh. Speaking of, that's a really good segue into um, our next question that has come up quite a bit. And it was actually on our WTF Wednesday segment this week mm-hmm. of the bio mom copying what you do. Whether it's what you wear. Yes. What you do with your hair. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I need a minute because, wow, I, I've experienced this myself. Yeah. And we have a lot of followers out there who have experienced it too. So, Jamie, tell us your thoughts on why Biomom is copying what we do. Yeah, I mean, it's literally copying, like, the outfit that, she, you know, say you picked up or dropped off in, an, in some sort of outfit. Okay, maybe it was a t-shirt and leggings. Okay, or maybe it was a dress. Then the next day you do pick up and drop off, bio mom's in that exact same dress or exact same pair of leggings (laughs) or the same hairstyle or the same cut or they ended up dying it the exact same way. And it's like, if you could just not make it so obvious, because even if it, like, overalls. Okay, yes, I know that are, like, a major thing right now and, you know, it's, it's in style. But still, like, some people are, like, 45 years old wearing these overalls. I don't know. I'm not on, tr- I'm not on board with that trend. I'm sorry. If you wear that, I mean, go you. I've been wearing overalls since I was, like, eight. Yeah. I'm like, when did that trend even happen again? I don't know. But look you in it. I'll give you that. But not everybody. Aside from that, it's, it, I could talk about this for a long time because, I have so many examples I could mm-hmm. give personally of how this has happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what to say. Uh, to say that it weirded me out would be an understatement. Mm-hmm. And whether it was my hair, my clothes, the way I styled my clothes, um, my shoes. Like even, literally like it, tucking your shirt in yes. or not tucking it in. That was literally what was copied. It was. Yeah. One time it was. Sunglasses. And- Oh, do you remember the sunglasses? Yes. I remember that. <gasps> oh, like even something as little as that. Like, thank yes. you again. That's the compliment. Right. But like, you're a little psycho. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, and there was also the handbag, uh-huh. the purse. And we are not talking a $25 handbag from TJ Maxx, y'all. Mm-hmm. We are talking like a $3,000 Louis Vuitton bag. Yes. I mean... That was even copied. Like, how do you just how do you even do that in one week? <laughs> That's like something I need to say for like six, seven, eight year months. 
Like months and months and months right? you need to save for that. Can't just show up the following week after you see that with a three thousand dollar purse. Oh, I just I have so we could. Woo! So that, this might need to be like subscription only content because yeah. I have a lot I could say about well, and that. a whole episode. Yeah. Honestly, there are some things like that Biomom does where I'm like, okay, that sucks because I really wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And and like in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, it's like I still can do it, but like it's still to the point where I'm like. I don't want it to come off like I'm copying. You know, like, maybe it's, like, right. a flattering thing. Like, good, yes, I like that you did it. But, like, now I just feel like I can't do it. <laughs> Let's talk for a second. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a question for people to chime in on. I'm not sure. But because I don't know the answer to this. So I'm genuinely asking you guys this question. Why do they do this? Why do bio moms copy us? I honestly don't. I don't have that answer either. Because. I don't know. We're both bio moms. I don't deal with, uh, you know, a, a bio dad out there, but you do. Yeah, you don't deal with a bonus mom, a, is exactly. what you were saying. Yeah. Exactly. I have a bonus mom um, in my life, but I've literally never given a fuck no. what she wears, what she looks like. I've never once in my entire life given even 0.0001% to copy her, to wear what she has. I don't care. I know. That's so, why... That's why I'm asking this question, gen- like, genuinely. Mm-hmm. I want to know why they do it. So, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you are a mental health professional, please reach out to us. We also <laughs> have way more questions than just that. <laughs> we want to know your professional opinion about why they do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I have some some guesses. I don't know if it is insecurity. Is it jealousy? Is it... They know BioDad likes it, so they do it. Right? I don't know. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I can't find, like, the answer. I mean, I guess there's a positive as in, like, like we said, it's a flattering thing. But, like, they can't view it as that also. I mean, to some extent, I view it as flattering, but at the same time, I view it as, like, a stage five clinger. Yeah. Like, it's more of, like, an annoyance. Yeah. Like, what, why? It's like a, it's like a Netflix movie like what what was that recently or within the last couple years the uh i don't know there i think i'm the one i'm thinking of is i think it was called you you oh my gosh i love that show but that like that's what i think of yeah psychotic yes where they're just like staring at you Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. or there's a lot of that too just staring oh gosh don't even get me started it's like i can see through your sunglasses Sorry. Correct. Or, like, that your head is just facing towards me. Right. When the soccer ball is on the opposite end of the mm-hmm. field and there's mm-hmm. no reason for you to be looking in the other direction. Right. Um, but I'm probably about to date myself right now by saying this, but do you remember Lifetime movies? Mm-hmm. The Lifetime yes. Network? Yes. It literally sounds like a Lifetime movie. It does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have Lifetime Network outside of the U.S. I um, would assume they do. Yeah. So, if you're an international listener... Um, yeah, Lifetime movie is basically true crime. Yeah. <laughs> Story into an acting episode. <laughs> right into a two-hour uh, low-budget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, when I was in my early 20s as a stay-at-home mom, you better believe I watched a good amount of Lifetime movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's like a soap opera. It, yeah, kind of. Essentially. Yeah. And but it's like everyday life it is. when you're a bonus mom. <laughs> yes. And that is what it reminds me of is, is like my life turning into a lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Cause you just, you don't see it coming. You yeah. don't understand why it's happening. And it's just 
really freaking creepy. It is. That's. I mean, that's kind of scary when you think about that. Can be for some people. Yeah. I mean, we have we have followers who have told us that it's gotten to such an extreme where they catch bio mom lurking around their property, mm-hmm. you know, on their security cameras that they have outside their houses. Or putting tracking devices on their kids' phones. <laughs> yeah, on the kids' phones. Um, we had just that one today, because today's, well, yesterday, yesterday, the WTF Wednesdays. Yeah. We had that one where she literally said... They would go on vacations wherever they went on vacations. They would do whatever they did. They put the tracking device on them so that way she would know what, where, where they're going and what they're doing. And then she would go and do the exact same thing. And randomly just show up. And randomly show up. At the same place mm-hmm. that they were. We've even had people tell us in the past that uh, Biomom has broken into their house. Oh my gosh. Whether it's just that they caught her breaking in and just looking around or they've caught her breaking in and stealing jewelry that I mean, she pawned. It's just, it is insane. Just the fact that you broke in. <laughs> doesn't right. matter what you did after that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I guess I should be thankful that all I have to deal with at this yeah. point is that she tucked her shirt in the same way that I did. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my anyway. God. That's hilarious. No. I mean, yeah, now that we have this page and we're with you guys, like... There's obviously a lot worse out there, there but is. every time, you know, you don't see that when you're going through it. You obviously feel like you're going through it Yes, it's happening. And then you find pages like this, mm-hmm. and we say pages like this because we're on Instagram. Um, you know, you find a social media community like we have, and you start realizing, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. We actually just had somebody message us yesterday and said... Is this a page just for bonus moms? And she said, I'm a bio mom and a bonus mom, and I'm extremely lonely. I feel extremely isolated, and I'm just trying to find people to connect with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we responded to her and said, we're glad you're here. Yeah. Because we are both bio moms and bonus moms, and... So is a lot of other people who follow Mm -hmm. this page. Mm -hmm. We have dads who follow the page. We even have grandparents Mm -hmm. and friends who follow the page because they're just trying to learn more about the blended family lifestyle and struggles that we all deal with on a daily basis. So, yeah. And that's exactly why we created this page is because we both have know what it feels like to be alone and to not have anybody really there to understand our feelings because like we've talked about in other episodes... Unless you are a bonus mom, you have zero idea about what, what, how we feel, what we're going through. And so, yeah, I mean, have, finding a community like this is uh, so helpful. It really is. And with that, let's tackle our final question of the episode. Um, this is something that we had no idea was a thing. We yeah. had no idea this was a thing. Once again, you feel like you're alone until you have our page. Wow. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So this one has to deal with the hygiene of the bonus kids or your stepkids. So from the perspective of a bonus mom, you're getting your, your stepkids back from bio mom's house and they... <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I just say that Jamie just smelled her armpit? Speaking <laughs> of this topic, I'm probably in the shower. <laughs> Wait a minute, when was the last time I showered? <laughs> it's a really good thing we're not on video. Yeah. Uh-huh. If we just randomly start laughing at something, it's probably because one of us just did something super stupid. 100% accurate. But we'll tell you what it was every time. We will. We won't make you feel left out. <laughs> um, anyways, back anyway. to that again. Yes, and Jamie's going to take a shower when we're done recording. Um, I will. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we 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 had... Okay, so before I say that we've had people message us about this, Jamie and I have both dealt with this ourselves. And, yeah, we've talked about it together in the past, but we never had any idea that this was a thing mm-hmm. or a trend, if yeah. you will. So... Earlier this week, we got a message from somebody who was, uh, from somebody, from a bonus mom, who was really frustrated with the fact that their stepdaughter is always coming home with infections in her private parts, and she's always coming back in dirty clothes, or clothes with holes, or maybe they're too big, or they're too small. Or same clothes that they dropped Yes. The same clothes, maybe from two days earlier. Mm -hmm. Underwear that has you know, poop stains in it and hair that looks like a rat's nest. Mm -hmm. It just, the list goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. and on and on. So we posted a poll to see if this was a thing. Yeah. You know, thinking like, this is just, this random bio mom is just a little crazy. Maybe. Yeah. And we were like, well, you know, we both dealt with this. Yeah. Let's see if this is actually a thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Is this actually a thing? Yes, it is. Yeah. So we talk about the bio moms that don't do this. It might be a little less of a... It would probably be 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we posted the poll and we, well, we posted her uh, bonus mom's message about it, about the hygiene or lack thereof. And then we posted a poll and asked our followers, is this something that you guys deal with too? Mm-hmm. 93% answered yes. Yes. And you're thinking, okay, well, what? Did you have 15 people respond? No, we had hundreds. Yes. Hundreds. Close mm-hmm. to a thousand people mm-hmm. respond yep. to this poll yep. and say, this is something I deal with too. Mm-hmm. 93%. That's a crap ton of people so it was funny though so this on one of our wtf wednesdays um a bio mom had submitted her answer saying um the bio mom is like on top of us wait hold on a bonus mom submitted her answer. oh i'm sorry yes a bonus mom submitted her answer saying that the bio mom is like on top of them and she needs to make sure that these kids are bathed or like she brought in like a court order like yes. like like if her kids do not come back and they're not bathed she's calling the police it was like this whole like whole thing and we were like that's crazy and we had like almost everybody who viewed that story messaged us and they said wow i wish our bio mom did that ours is the complete opposite ours is the complete opposite we got like literally so many messages and i was like that is crazy. And that's also when we started like talking to the girl and, and doing the poll and everything. Cause we were like, it's interesting that we got that one, but everybody else commented. We're like, you're actually pretty lucky that your bio mom wants your kids to be showered and bathed. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I remember, and you know, if you've been around here, if you're listening and you've been around here for a little while, you know that my, I met my youngest stepdaughter when she was four mm-hmm. and you know, four year olds still require some degree of an adult helping them with their hygiene and yeah. 
you know, bathroom habits and shower habits, bath habits, yeah. hair, all teeth, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we would certainly do that for her when she was at our house. And then we've got the 2255 schedule. And so then she'd be gone for five days. She'd come back to us and she would not smell very good. Mm-hmm. Her hair was really greasy, was full of tangles. And we started inquiring to her and her older sisters, when was the last time you showered or took a bath? And also to add, she was always sick. She was always (laughs) sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's true. And nobody could answer the last time she had had a shower or Between all the three girls. Correct. Mm -hmm. And it essentially became this crusade, if you will, between BioDad and myself that okay, it's time to push hygiene habits. Mm-hmm. And as a bio mom myself, who also has a daughter, I have failed to comprehend why a mother would not teach her daughter's proper hygiene habits. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with that for a little while. And, you know, I know she's listening to this and that's fine mm-hmm. because if she and I were to sit down for coffee yeah. today, I would tell her the same exact thing. And I struggled to accept the fact that she was not teaching her own daughters proper hygiene habits, whether it was to take care of their hair, their teeth, their body parts. doesn't matter what it was. Right. So it wasn't just her youngest daughter. It was all three of them. It was all three of them. And, you know, the, the, two, older, the two older daughters eventually got old enough where showers is a norm for them now. Um, but I specifically remember a couple times the youngest stepdaughter came to me during our parenting time at BioDad's house and she was crying because her private parts hurt so bad and they were like red and inflamed and she cried while she went to the bathroom and things like that. And gosh, I, you know, I remember, well, first of all, like, BioDad and I sat down with her privately and explained to her that it's not okay for people to look or touch your private parts and all that good stuff, yeah. consent and everything, right? Because the last thing I need her doing is going to BioMom and saying, oh, yeah, my my stepmom, you know, touched Ellie, my private myself up and gave me a pass. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not happening. I am not about to put myself in yeah. that in that position. No. So, you know, that's why I made sure BioDad was present for these conversations right. and things too. It's like a CYA, yeah. you know, it's cover your bases. And ultimately, um, yeah, she I don't know if you want to call it a yeast infection or like diaper rash or whatever in her little girl parts and um, it was heartbreaking to me because it's like, how do you go to your own mother's house for five days and you're not bathing, you're not taking a shower, you're not cleaning, nobody's paying attention to your mm-hmm. hygiene. Like it broke my heart for And her. it's not like this could happen just overnight. This was like an ongoing thing right. that eventually, like if you would have showered at least once in that week that she were there, this probably wouldn't have been here. Right. Yeah. And so I, I got her some, I bought her some desitin at the store and you know, BioDad and I explained to her the treatment of desitin, like what it would do. Because ultimately, it it did look like she kind of had a diaper rash. Essentially, mm-hmm. it was like something, 
you know, when a baby has a diaper on and mm -hmm. it's wet and you don't change it for a while and it gets red and irritated, that's kind of pretty much what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so bio dad and I explained to her kind of what was going on. And I even sent some desitin to bio mom's house with my stepdaughter in her backpack and she came back you know, for our parenting time several days later. And I, I was like, Hey, you know, how, how does it feel down there and everything? Or is it better? Did you guys use the cream? Right. Like did, yeah. yeah. Did you put the desitin on at your mom's house and things like that? And she said, no. And I was like, Oh, why not? And she goes, my mom threw it away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, why? I know. All you're doing is hurting the kid. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Like right then and there, you could have been like, Oh, that was super nice of Ellie. That right. was super nice of her. I'm going to put it over here, and when we need it, we can use it. You don't even have to use it. Right. Whatever. Buy your own stupid thing. Or give it to the little girl to put on herself. Or give it to her. Or just leave it in the backpack, and then you can take it back to your house, too. Exactly. I mean, just don't be like, oh, okay, thanks. Let's go throw that away. Yeah. That just shows everything about how now your stepdaughter should feel about you. That she wasn't trying to help you, or if you weren't trying to help her. Like, it gives all those thoughts to, what, a four- or five-year-old little girl? I Yeah, and I think maybe she was six. I don't know. But, yeah. yes, exactly. So, sad. It, it is. It is really sad. And just to kind of touch on, like, I'll, I'll say some of the messages that I remember. And, you know, you probably remember some different ones, too. But, yeah, a lot of them said it's mostly the clothes you know, they come back in either the same clothes that they went over there in, which is fine. We do the same thing, too, but they're washed. Yeah, it's it's to bring back to your house to give back to you, not because right. you wore it the last five days. Yeah, and then when you go and you look at the underwear when you're doing laundry, and it's got fresh skid marks things <laughs> in it that it shouldn't have if yeah. there was oh, I don't even know. Whatever. I, yeah, I yeah. know. It is. It's mind-blowing. Because... We don't do that to ourselves. No. Bio mom showers. I've never done that to my children. In fact, my own bio kids take two showers a day Be most of the time. Most of the time it's their choice. Like the yeah. one shower is probably like, hey, boy boys, go get in the shower <laughs> you're, or whatever. You're almost teenagers and yeah. you're kind of smelly and you had football practice. Exactly. So like, make sure you take football yes. showers today. Yes. And the second one, optional. Sure. You want to go shower? Go for it. Right. They like to take showers in the morning before they go to school. I get it. I like to freshen up in the yeah. morning before I start work. I right. get it. Um, but this, I mean, when you have to go the extra mile to actually remind the child, hey, you're supposed to be bathing. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be taking showers. You're supposed to be washing your hair. Mm -hmm. And not even... I, at this point, I've even given up almost on washing. Like, I just want you to brush your hair. Yeah, right. Brush your hair. Yeah. Brush your teeth. Please. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, bio mom brushes her hair and her teeth. We brush our hair and our teeth. Why Why is it so different to have your kid that you're trying to raise to do this by themselves one day? Why is it so hard just to teach them that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that's we could a lot. go on I mean, and yeah. on and on. We could and definitely on and go on. on. We could because not only do we have our own experiences with that, but we have countless messages from bonus moms and even some bio dads out there too mm -hmm. who may not have a bonus mom in their life yet, but they still follow our page. Mm -hmm. Um and also kudos to you guys for going out there and learning mm -hmm. a thing or two about what it's like to have a bonus mom in your life and kind of some of the things that you can expect. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, we could go on and on and on and on and on about all of these topics. So on that note, we're going to end it here. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we are so glad you're here because we are all better together.